Hi, this is Eda. And this is Maha. We are two friends who enjoy watching Dizzy's. Join us on our journey as we talk about all things Dizzy. Hi, Ada. Hi, Maha. Welcome, everyone, to episode two of Dizzy Friends podcast. We're so excited to be with you all today. Today, we're going to talk about one of our favorite topic, Dizzy Men with Rights. Uh, when Ada and I first started thinking about this episode, I honestly didn't think it was going to be a long list because we are used to always yelling about Dizzy Men. But we've managed to find a list of folks that we actually enjoy talking about and wanting to share with you all. So without further ado, we're going to get started and I'll pass it over to Ada to kick us off. Do you want to tell them about your criteria, though, before we get started? Yeah, we we should explain to you, dear listener, that we have uh, like kind of similar criteria when it comes to dizzy men with rights. Mm-hmm. My only criteria, criteria uh, such a hard word to pronounce for me, <laughs> uh, is loyalty. I, I like my dizzy men loyal. They can do all kinds of mistakes. They can be assholes. They can like they can do um go through life um i don't know doing stuff that doesn't like i don't agree with but um they need to be loyal to their loved ones so with that in mind uh one of the first dizzy men with rights for me is selim from sonia's our dear prosecutor and um i'm sorry for this uh he's like you know he's such a i don't know he's he's imperfect let's say mm-hmm. let's say that he's he gets angry easily he's like um i don't know i i don't necessarily think he lies but he hid some truth from his loved ones but he's so lovable he's so like funny <laughs> i think he was one of the funniest characters on that series other than Akkun and the second one of course is Akkun because he's also imperfect much like Selim but um such a loyal character like he he had a tattoo of his uh mother-in-law on his chest talk about like loyalty and he killed someone <laughs> he killed the man who killed her like so he's he's loyal um Another one, another Selim, but from a, an older Dizzy. Uh, maybe this one um, our listeners haven't heard of, Bill Istanbul Masalı. This is another Selim uh, that was played by Mehmet Aslantu. And he was also a very loyal character, like um, loyal to his family, loyal to his lover, like um, honest also for the most part. I'm going through all of them, by the way. Uh, but then we'll um, listen to Maya's and Maha's. Who is Maya? <laughs> who is Maya? Um, I mean, there's Maya some out there somewhere. In Turkey, we say to. when we mistake someone's name, we say that person is thinking about me. So I have a friend who is oh. Maya. She's okay. thinking about me right now. Hi, Maya. Yazegeman. <laughs> Hi, Maya. Yazegeman is another one uh, that uh, I think... Uh, our listeners will remember from Fazile Tanım'ın Kızları. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, I think he wasn't expected to be such a loved character. I heard that initially he was written as the older brother who was going to like cause trouble 
but then the chemistry was so strong that they decided to like make it this central love story and Yazagiman was uh loyal through and through like to his love to his family he was always trying to do the right thing and the last one uh i want to talk about is from uh Vatanum Sansin this was a historical like a period drama uh, which was taking place in during the First World War. And Leon, uh, who was played by Boran Kuzum, was a Greek, um, like, uh, not just a soldier, but I don't remember his, like, title. I'm terrible with military stuff. <laughs> but anyway, he was, like, he was Greek and he fell in love with a Turkish girl. And they were like, that was probably, like, Hilal and Leon was probably the best uh, enemies to lovers trope uh, I've seen in DZs. So yeah, that's my list of um, DZ men with rights. That's a great uh, list, honestly, and it's reminding me of shows I need to go back and uh, rewatch again. And again, dear listeners, just a reminder, we will have a link to all of these DZs that we talk about in our uh, podcast notes, along with who plays these wonderful characters. So similar to Ada, my criteria was uh, loyalty. Um, that is the number one thing I cannot not see in a character. He can do whatever. But the other one is honesty. And the reason I say honesty is sometimes in DZs we see um, characters, especially male characters, will lie or will push away the female character because of something or another. And it ends up being very toxic and it creates a lot of angst. And while we love angst, and that's why a lot of us watch DZs, um, it's it can be really tiring. So that was my criteria in the list that we're looking at. Um, so the first person is Tahir from um, Sen Anlat Karadenis. And Ada, I'm going to ask you to help me if I slaughter the names of the DZs. But uh, Tahir was an amazing character. He So the, the premise of this DZ, and it's one that I would love for us to discuss in a future episode as well, is about a woman who was in an abusive relationship. And she ends up running away from her abuser and hiding in the car of Tahir and his family, who are his partners. And they end up in the Karadenis area, in, in the Black Sea area. And the story starts. And Tahir is a wild character. He gets mad easily. Everybody calls him Delhi Tahir, which is crazy Tahir. But he has this unfound loyalty and love towards um, the main character to, to Nefes and her son. And he just becomes their hero. But he's also a flawed hero because you see him doing dumb things. But he is just so consistent in the way he loves her and loves his her son and wants the best for them. That it's um, heartwarming to watch, although it's a really hard dizzy. I think they did a good job of at least um, mixing it up where they did have funny moments, even though it was a really hard one to watch. So that's my first one. The other one is I know he's a, a favorite among folks on uh, on Disney Twitter and Disneyland. It's a uh, Fatih from Ashk Yenden and uh, Fatih and I realized that this is this seemed to be a theme and I promise I didn't mean for it. But um, again, he is he meets a single mom um, on an airplane. They're both on an airplane coming back from America. They both have faced their um, uh, share of disappointments. He proposed to his fiance who said no, and he has to go back. And his family wants him to marry someone that's um, 
a family friend and he he doesn't want that he wants his own life and she's coming back uh, to her very traditional family being a single mom um after she ran away with her boyfriend who left her in the middle of new york and so they meet in the plane and they're like hey how about we help each other and then the story starts fatah again is a lovable character he's a, he's doofus he's clearly head over heels he becomes ends they get into crazy situation and it's one of these disease that keeps going and going but his um just loyalty and his love towards how he wants to be with this person and how he still loves his family and her family and wants them to connect is just very fun to watch uh the the third person is I did not think I would like him. I actually was very intent on hating this character, but it was Emir from Sendin Daha Guzel, which was the DZ last uh, summer that uh, played. It was a very short end DZ, but it was fun. It was about two plastic surgeon doctors who end up falling in love and through a series of things, they they get to work with each other. And he actually started out as a very toxic character. He was someone who we thought, or I thought he was going to be toxic. He was having one night stands. Women were asking him to rate them on a scale of one to 10, which he happily obliged. And he was just, you were just like, what is wrong with you? And somehow as the episodes went on, he was communicative. He actually was sensitive. They they were a very mature couple and had good conversations. He was funny. He um, was a loyal boss and friend to everybody. He he actually had was comedic, and he was even though he was gorgeous, he was also dealt with um, insecurity, and he also felt jealous, which was very refreshing to watch to see from this perf he the way they presented him to how he ended up. Um. I, and I'm going to pause and see if Ada has anything to say, because I realize my list is a little bit longer. Have you seen any of these? What do you think of these folks? I agree with you completely on all these men you chose until now. Um, mm -hmm. I think Emir could also be a, mentioned in one of the lists we are going to make in a mm -hmm. few minutes yes. uh, because he did start off as a jerk but then he became a better guy so that's we'll true. come to that that's true all right well i'm gonna need you to help me pronounce the next um uh dizzy uh oh this title. is uh demetos demir's uh yes best performance Dodun ev kaderindir. yes Thank you. Um, so the character there is not the main character. It's actually Barish, who Barish is the uh, one who in season two is the lawyer she starts working for. And he is, I, I if if anyone knows a Barish out there, I am happily, I will go and propose to him. He is someone who is self-confident. He is really good at his job. He is um, understanding. He's not perfect, but he's also one of the few dizzy men who, even though at some point in the plot, she lies to him or he finds out that she wasn't telling him the full truth instead of being upset and going away like we're used to in disease he was actually very understanding and was like i want to have a conversation what have i done to make you feel that you can't be open with me how how more amazing can you get he's also obviously doesn't hurt that he's easy on the eyes and plays music but that was the best thing about him um, the next person is, and I know Ada, you like this DZ and you like this person, so feel free to um, uh, comment as well. Is Tuna from Sevior Sevior right? Is that how you say Sevior Sevior? Yes. So Tuna is not the main character, and I don't want to ruin the DZ for you, but he 
he should have been the main character. He is someone who's an editor in the magazine. Our heroine is someone who um, was in love with a childhood friend. The childhood friend was a little bit dorky, wore glasses, not the not the most um, popular guy, moves to New York. They both grow up. And when he moves back, this she has changed. She was a popular one. She was the one that was well put together. And now she's a little bit frumpy. She's a little bit kind of, you know, not paying attention to her looks. And she's just not kind of, feels stuck in her career. And she meets um, her childhood best friend. She sees him and he's changed. He's suddenly this like very good looking guy, very successful. He's coming back to be the the um, like the, the CEO of a magazine. And then she lies to him and has her best friend, who's gorgeous, pretend to be her in front of him. Meanwhile, they all end up working in the same magazine. And this is where Tuna comes in. Tuna is the editor and he is just a perfect male. He in, in terms of not maybe looks wise, but the way he acts, he gets her. He he jokingly always calls her Michael Jackson or Michael because she is her outfits always look like Michael Jackson. He because she's wearing white socks with loafers also. Right. Yeah. And she had those like weird pants on that she would wear. Right. And he was just so understanding of her. He understood like she told she basically confessed everything to him and he was always with her throughout the shenanigans. But it was unfortunate. It was one of those moments where even though no matter how much she loved him. Yeah. And I, Ada is going to explain this more. No matter how much he loved her and would have been perfect. It, it was not in the cards. And Ada, I would love for you to share what you were telling me earlier. Yes. Just something popped up in my mind. He mm -hmm. was kind of perfect. He had one defect. Do you remember this? He always made her pay when they went to oh, eat oh that's right he was uh, he was terrible he always they always went to this meatball place yes <laughs> we we kind of have these um like um it's like street food uh it's meatballs in, put inside a piece of bread it's like a sandwich mm -hmm. so they always went to this uh köfteji, we yeah. call them yeah. like and to eat köfte which means meatball and uh, he always eight 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 like and then made her pay like every time they went to eat oh, right. and she was she was an intern like he didn't even ask and he was really rich in reality because i don't want to spoil it yeah. the, the 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 listener will find out if they listen like they watch mm -hmm. but now i remember just one defect but other than that he was perfect that's, that's true right that's so funny Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I think what we remember what you were sharing earlier about sometimes no matter even if it's the right person, we sometimes just don't fall in love with the right person for us. Or what were you saying? I love the way you phrased it. Yeah, I think like a lot of people who watch that the Dizzy and I remember uh, also um, the time when it came out, like a lot of people were like, she should have been with uh, Tuna. Tuna is and by the way, like the main lead character was played by Gökhan Alkan, who is my favorite, one of my favorites. I think he's super handsome, etc., and talented, of course. But like Tuna, um, played by Kirazji, I think his name is, uh -huh. was such a lovable character, was such a good guy. Like uh, he was funny, quirky, like he was loyal, like he had mm -hmm. everything. But um, she didn't end up with him. Like you, when you were watching the Dizzy, you were so um 
you know, a lot of times disease don't do a good job of this, giving you this sentiment that you are, it's hard for you to choose between the two guys mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. like lady, like the mm-hmm. protagonist. But in this one, it was like, you were kind of wanting her to be with Tuna because he was such a good guy. Like he, mm-hmm. he always like tried to cheer her up, etc. And he was also, he wasn't ugly. He's no. a good-looking guy as well. So, uh, like, he's tall, athletic, etc. So, uh, they made it really hard to choose. And uh, we were talking about this before recording. Sometimes in your life, you are really with guys that you know they are good. They'll be good for you. You know they're like, and other people say, "Oh, he's he's good-looking. He's a great guy. Why why don't you like?" Um, why don't you choose him etc but then you just can't love them back the way you want to you see them as a friend they are very like uh special to you but not like that so i think every woman in their past has a man like that that's why i think two now like stood out so stood out so much to me when i was watching mm-hmm. the busy yes yes so um for the ladies listening to us out there don't let tuna get away if there's a tuna in your life just kidding. All right. Um, the next person on our list is Arif from Kadin. Um, Kadin is a dizzy that was based off of a Korean drama. Um, it is one again, and I swear I don't pick all the ones about single moms. There's just a lot of disease with single moms in them, but the, it's one about a woman who has two kids and her husband has been um, lost at sea or he disappears and they don't know if he's alive or dead and she has she ends up um, losing everything and they have to move to this rougher area in town and she gets to this place and her landlord seems like a very rough person but it's this character named Arif. Arif is the um, person who owns the the building that uh, they end up living in. He owns the coffee shop across the street and he ends up being their number one um protector not protector but the support because she didn't need protecting she was a very strong woman but he was someone who was a protector of the neighborhood and then became a friend to her and a um, father figure to her kids and I'm not gonna ruin the dizzy but there's a lot of ups and downs but he was just a solid character throughout he was also didn't hurt that he was played by the very handsome Fiaz Duiman and um who for all of us excited about the season two of Adam Farah he's gonna be in that one um and he the character was just there was this line every time he did something she would always be like sao arif sao like thank you arif because he was just always doing great things so we all need an arif in our life the last one is i'm breaking my rule just a little bit because he was not honest in the beginning but my argument is this person was actually honest she just didn't know he was honest so tuzak the character of umut um umut is a character who is um one of the smartest characters that I've seen on screen. It's about someone who wants to seek revenge um, for the fact that his father had put together this idea. This businessman stole the idea and is now a millionaire and um, he's coming back. He comes back hiding as another character to um, uh, get into the family and get to meet this guy and 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 to basically uh, execute his revenge. And he ends up meeting his daughter. The thing is, though, I do think from the beginning, if you rewatch it, he didn't really lie to her. He made sure he led her to for her to eventually to know who he is. He just did not reveal himself from the beginning. He was a stellar um, um, uh, character. He was someone who he was uh, honest. He um, was loving towards everybody. And he was someone who also 
communicated and he had no problem communicating his feelings, communicating when he's upset and also absorbing and understanding when the female character was going through something. And what I also loved about this Dizzy, which you rarely find, one of his best friends is actually a female and just the the relationship that they had with no sense of um, showing that there was um, any hint of one-sided love or anything. And I loved that. He was just such a good character. Um, with that, that was my list. I do have three honorable mentions. If you, we, I'll go through them real quick. Um, and I know our friends listening out there are going to laugh at these honorable mentions. One is Jalal from Marashli. And um, the reason I say Jalal is an honorable mention, without ruining the story, um, Jalal was great. But he wasn't completely honest the whole time. But Jalal as a character was amazing. And I'll leave it at that for those who have not watched the DZ. I'm sure between me and Ada, you're going to hear about this DZ over and over in other episodes. The next one is uh, Kamal Soidar from Kara Sifda. I can already hear Sam and Sophia groaning at me because Sophia is the unofficial lawyer of Kamal. And um, Sam is currently obsessed with this show. Um, I like Kamal a lot and I know he is beloved and he's sacrificed for his family. The reason I have him in honorable mention is I do feel his anger and the way he exacted revenge sometimes was a lot for me to be able to handle. Although I understood his his reasoning, it was too it was too much where I couldn't feel like I can put him in the in the in my favorite list just because of the fact I do feel he was dishonest sometimes, even though he was very loyal. And the last is Demir from Herier Desen. He's just adorable. That Dizzy is a lot of favorites for a lot of folks out there. But he was also a character that really hid a lot about himself. He was very arrogant. He was very particular. He had OCD tendencies. So although I loved him and he, he gets an honorable mention, but I can't quite put him in the top list criteria. With that, I'm going to uh, move it over to Ada. Maybe you can share some of the, the next criteria that we had. I mean, yeah, we um like there are also some dizzy men we wanted to mention from dizzies that are still airing. Uh, so we are not sure um, if they are going to be really going to be um, worth this status. <laughs> but uh, like, uh, I don't think they will change too much. Yeah. Um, so the first one is Ilgas from Yarge, who is, I think is. I don't know. He's he's a perfect. He's the perfect guy. He's mm -hmm. he tries to be a good man. That is a, that in his essence, even when he's like uh, making mistakes, he's asking for like he's apologizing, which doesn't always happen in disease. So he's he's the first one we want to mention. So and we are excited for uh, the second season of Yarga. Um, not no the third season of Yarga. Third. Sorry. Third. third. Yeah. yeah. I. I personally am not watching anymore, um, but uh, I'm keeping 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 an eye on it. Like I think I know it's a good, very good project. Um, so and I don't think Ilgaz will, will uh, disappoint us <laughs> even on third the third season because the writer. I think um, this is a much adored character for the writer, and I don't think she's going to screw it up. The second one is Tahir from Adam Farah. Uh, I was, I was really excited about this character because I really love Engin. Um, I don't remember his surname right now. Akirik. Akirik. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's your friend from college. <laughs> Just remember? as I said, I love him. I forgot his surname. Remember, um, we're going to convince him yes. you guys were friends in college and he just forgot. He's yeah, I, he's best I, someday, <laughs> yeah. someday, yeah. So Tahi was a complicated character because first of all, he's from the mafia, which which is a which is not an asset we want in our men. Okay, um, but he's a good guy in uh, his essence. Like he's a good guy from he with a huge heart, and I think they did a good job with. Uh, like balancing everything with a kid. Like, I mean, Turkish disease are masters at using uh, child actors and kid characters. And I think the minute uh, Tahir connected uh, to Farah's kid, we started to see him in a different light because he, because he's all his bravado, etc. It's all a facade. Uh, so yeah, for now, we love him. Uh, I don't know what he'll doing second season if he changes if he makes any things that the mistakes that will make us hate him i don't know but i'm hopeful uh this category is we could give them rights kind of they were on break we understand why they were the way they are but we can't quite say they have rights because they are they they just did some really dumb stuff so with that talking about everyone's favorite robot ada if you want to kick it off yeah, before I talk about the first guy, uh, I want to say why we said they were on a break. Because yes. all of these guys we are going to mention, uh, they had like uh, in the script uh, of their disease, there was a time and there usually is a time that the character goes through something. It's either an accident, he forgets everything or something happens like... Um, that he has to, I don't know, uh, or something happens either to the girl or the boy and there is a break. So that that's why we wanted to make this uh, friend's reference because Ross always uh, ended up saying to Rachel, we were on a break, etc. So that's, that's why we said uh, we could give them rights, but they were on a break. So the first one is Harkan Bolat, of course, from Sanchal Kapuma, which um, I, I used to, uh, write about on my blog and you can still find um, a lot of articles on it. Sarkam Bolat was a great character I think uh, and we also read that some romance writers were like taking inspiration from him because uh, he starts out as a robot like um, as a man who is living life uh, without uh, trying to feel anything he's like going through days and life like a machine and he doesn't allow himself to feel anything and then he falls in love and of course when he falls in love he he turns into a teddy bear <laughs> like all in all disease i mean not a teddy bear but like um he he, he has a um, major change in character so i think uh we wanted to mention them but we can't give we we can't give them rewards because he was also very toxic when he lost his memory and came back he really tortured edda for a while and um, of course um, the listeners will say it wasn't his fault etc but still like as a character he didn't hurt only 
um, the fictional Edda, also the, the Edda, me as Edda, was hurt from his behavior. Like I was screaming at my screen, like I was so angry with him. So we wanted to mention him, but like he's not going to have any rewards from us. Yeah. Nope. We we need um. What what's you want to do the next one? Sure. We need vengeance for all the Edas that were hurt by Sir Khan. the next one was uh jean from erkenshi kush and this one's another favorite character right so jean is the one who most i think a lot of dizzy uh land folks have entered into this world because of this dizzy this also include book talk has been obsessed with this dizzy for a while and it's about this very handsome photographer editor rich guy who's traveled the world that he comes back and he is running his, uh, his parents' advertise or his family's advertising company. And there is uh, Sanem who works for him. And she is one of our favorite characters. And I think we'll talk about her in future episodes. And she, he, while he is very loving and kind towards her and he gets obsessed with her, he, there, it, he does partake in some questionable behavior. Like he is someone who he sees women throwing himself at themselves at him all the time and he does nothing and he he lets allows them to partake in toxic behavior around him and towards Sanem. He's also very possessive about her um perfume. Like she's as part of the dizzy, she makes a perfume and he just takes away some of her agency right like he's very much like no um you don't this is mine no one else can smell this perfume but me but he all we we also succumbed and he also had a lot of anger issues and that manifests itself later on but then there's all there was also the 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 infamous amnesia episode although he was maybe didn't torture hopefully neither the the in real person ada or sanem there was a change in his character and it was just very it almost felt like you were watching a dizzy one day and then the next day you're like what happened to you what happened to jean he's still a favorite we still love him we love this dizzy but sometimes you just wanted to uh shake him and be like what is wrong with you wake up do you want to talk about omar and i I know you have a special connection with that dizzy just because of the where it was filmed yeah yeah um well, Mary is also uh, another complicated character. I love the fact that in the beginning he was um, kind of like uh, aloof and he didn't like, I mean, he noticed Daphne. Daphne was very, is a beautiful woman. And, uh, but he kept his cool. Like, uh, I, I really liked the first episodes of Kiralik Ashk, how they set up, the, like the setup. Although it's a, to some of our listeners who may decide to see it now, it will seem very cliche, but take I'm, I'm going to take you back to 2015. When I watched it, it hadn't been done, redone to death, uh, this type of uh, rom-com yet. I mean, it wasn't... Um, original but it was it was it hadn't been done so many times in the same way like the like the um, charismatic boss and the girl who starts working there etc that hadn't been done to death yet and Omar and Daphne were really like um they had great chemistry Omar was a very interesting character because he was um I mean he spoke Italian he had studied Italian he was he was first of all he was designing shoes women's shoes which 
which is already a charismatic thing for me. Like he he was artsy, um, he was good looking, he was athletic, um, and he was a romantic at heart. Like uh, as the episode uh, went on, you were like, oh, this is so romantic. You kept saying like um, he, he had really, he made really cute gestures and romantic dates. He had planned for Daphne, etc. But of course, you couldn't enjoy them because you knew Daphne was lying to him <laughs> also. But it's still, I think Amar uh, deserves a mention here. Like, uh, But yeah, I'm not going to give him any rights because then uh, in the beginning of the second season, we saw that he was sleeping around in Italy, which we do not approve, although they were on a break. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. He was actually out of all of them. They they were literally on a break. But yes, yeah, they but, were. They were yeah. like they broke up at the. Sorry for spoiling, but like yeah, I I think everybody has watched this. Yeah. They were on a break. Find yes. yeah. in, yeah. And now to our last um category, which is character arcs, which is I think one of our favorites that we've had some characters where we loved seeing them from beginning to end and so i don't know ada if you want to uh take the first one and we can go from there we can go every other one or whatever yeah um uh, some of some of these uh i haven't uh watched completely but like i mean i could take the first one uh sadi payasle from uh gas in hayat um is a great character first of all like he's he's a great actor i think it's a very well written um character as well and i think uh what i like about him is that he's of course he's some type of mafia i think right mm -hmm. like um yeah. he was he was a very like um but he was trying to help other people like he's not a mafia for um i don't know he doesn't deal drugs or other things but he's kind of he's uh people are really scared of him like um and uh when he comes to this city and he's i think he's like um they're in, under protection like yeah. uh, because he yeah he testified and then when he starts to live with uh this um police woman or detective uh like and he starts teaching young kids uh he he changes like he starts to change uh but not in a way that you would think is not organic i think he changes in a very organic way and i i really like that and he, like um artan saban i think the actor is mm -hmm. and he's he's marvelous he's he's a great character and he's a great actor Yes, yes, he is. Um, and sadly, I wish that DZ focused more on their character rather than anything else. Um, uh, if you're gonna watch this show, just be patient. Uh, the next DZ is, uh, or not DZ. The next person is Miran from Herjai. And hear me out. Miran is one of can when you first watch the show is one of the most toxic characters. But the character arc this man has gone through from beginning to end. He is someone who is set out on revenge. He's been brainwashed by his grandmother that he needs to extract revenge on this family that caused his parents death. He he's raised when he was I think since he was like eight or nine years old to think only about that. So the DZ starts with him. Um, starting exacting this revenge on the uh, Ryan and her family. 
And he rec- he realizes through his journey that he falls in love with Rianne and the changes that happens to his character. He goes from someone and, and, and it's um Akin played him beautifully. He is very confused and very angry the first like 12 episodes or so. He has no idea what's happening to him. He doesn't recognize that he's in love. And yet he and he keeps um what was realistic about the show, although the show had a lot of unrealistic things happen, um, is that he had what we call Stockholm syndrome. His grandmother still affected him throughout all of this, even though he was in love with his his wife, with with, with Ryan. He wanted to do to do better. He kept reverting back to his old ways because his grandma was very manipulative and knew how to um, get him to do what she wanted. And that shows you that like sometimes we all get stuck into the circle. We we revert back to our old habits or things that we're comfortable with. But he had an amazing arc. This show is um, people either love or hate Herjai. I don't think there's an in-between. It's a very unique show. It's very cliche, but it's also very, very entertaining and, and very popular. And um, you can pick up an episode and watch it in the middle and feel like you've missed nothing because it goes on forever. But there's always something happening. I mean, I don't like Harjai, but let's be honest, it's a good dizzy. It's yes. uh, also for production value. It's a great dizzy, like mm-hmm. the like um, the background, the place is marvelous. Um, the scenery what yeah. i'm trying to come at yes so um and the acting is good that uh his grandmother i think we should include her in our villains oh, yeah. list she is a she great has a, she great has a special villain. place she has a special place yes she's 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 really horrible and yes. nightmare stuff uh stuff from nightmares but um yeah i, I it's not one of my favorites because of um how much negativity and toxicity yeah. it inc- it included like it's just comes it gets on my nerves even to think about the things that they did to each other but yeah mirani's uh, definitely had a, an arc i mm-hmm. i can attest to that so i want to mention um um yeah i think ferit from dolunai uh i don't know if um uh, our listeners have watched it. Dolunai was a cute. Uh, I don't. I'm not sure if it's a rom com to be honest, because I think it's a maybe a dramedy would be mm-hmm. more right because it wasn't that funny, um, but it was very cute. Um, and um, I think John, this is um, one of John Yaman's better uh, performances. I mean, he's a good actor. If you ask me, I, I like him. I know that he has a lot of haters out there, but if you are a hater of John Yaman, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is this is not where we hate people. This is where we um, like to like uh, support actors and actresses. We can criticize them, but we don't hate anyone, right? Yes. Um, yes this so everyone. this was one of his better roles. Uh, and... Uh, the, the character Ferit was uh, initially he was a bit like Sarkam Bolat, like a very like um, I don't know disciplined uh, businessman etc. And he doesn't have time for love in his life, but women throw themselves at him etc. But when he met this um, Osgiguras character, I don't remember her name. Um, 
but like when he like met her he he started to change and when he saw the bond between his uh, niece and this uh, woman he really started to change and i really liked that they became a family afterwards mm -hmm. um and yeah i think his arc was successful like it it would it didn't feel too rushed it yeah. it felt very natural because uh, of course he was he was a very protective guy he tried to look out for his family but also for the woman he loved etc but he didn't start out as a great guy which which i think it's more enjoyable when a character has an arc like if yep. he's initially perfect we are kind of suspicious like what is what is this right. nobody's perfect yes yeah it's almost the opposite it's like when's the shoe gonna fall when's when when are you gonna show your true colors? <laughs> right um the true, next true. character i uh we want to talk about is our is savage from miriam so uh the the dz miriam actually has been making its round on uh dizzy twitter some folks have discovered it through edits and have been uh watching it again and um savage's character is is interesting because this was also another dizzy that was based on the korean drama and the story is um, he, Savage, is engaged to a, a woman and um, she ends up uh, dying in a car accident. And the person who caused the car accident is a prosecutor who forces his girlfriend, Miriam, to take the blame for him. And the story starts that way. And Savage wants revenge and she ends up getting thrown in jail. And um, then she's released and he is upset and he they start clashing and he tries to extract his revenge on her by trying to burn down her uh, family bakery and her home. And then he ends up rescuing her. But his arc of how he goes, it's it's a very it's one of the very well done enemies to lovers. It's also not rushed. It's also it takes its time. You understand where he's coming from. Um, and he, he he slowly changes as this happens and he recognizes the things that he's done wrong. And as he gets to know Miriam and gets to know her, her the people around her, they form a, a family and a community. It's him, his best friend and her and others. And what I loved about this Dizzy also is it's one of the few ones that shows a really good friend, uh, best friend duo. It's not just him and Miriam that are a wonderful duo. It's also him and the, his best friend that he grew up with and that he um, uh, he was raised by his best friend's mom, even though his dad and his stepmom are around. And you can see when he's struggling as a character, the good side that comes out from him is due to the way he was raised because of his uh, best friend's mom. And it's just wonderful to see that. Um, and then the next person, if you want to talk quickly. Yeah, I just quickly Googled it because I, I couldn't remember who, who who was playing Savage. It was for Kanandaj. He in uh, his best. I Forgan. I. I. If you ask me, this was his best looking. He's. This was his in his prime. He's always in his prime, but this was like an extra juge of prime. Yeah. We love him. Yes. Um. Yeah. Another uh, Jan Yaman performance, uh, which I liked, was uh, Özgür uh, in By Yanlış. And this was like a player, like a bad boy, but uh -huh. he was also charming. I, I, I think he, he wore this role uh, like with success. And this, I think this Dizzy, the reason it didn't do well um, is because it was clashing against Sanchal Kapuma, which is basically like had sizzling chemistry right from the beginning from Kerem and Hande. Whereas uh, Jan Yaman and Özge Gural 
are besties. And even in the media, they kept saying they're besties because Ozge was with Sarkhan. Was it was it Sarkhan? His Sarkhan. her. Yeah. So like, um, I think uh, Turkish viewers want to have at least some kind of hope that the characters could end up together. And in this, in this uh, scenario, it was impossible. They were like, we're besties. Uh, we love each other because they had been, they had played together in Dolunay, which I talked about. But Özgür as a character uh, had a great arc because in the beginning he was such a bad boy. He was making fun of her because she like um, she was single and she like she wanted to fall in love and find someone, etc. She wanted to have her own home. She wanted to stand on her own feet. She had a lot of uh, things she wanted to do, but she wasn't. She didn't know how to. So he he decided to help her out, and I think the idea of uh, a guy teaching a girl how to act towards guys is brilliant. I love it. Every time I see it in a movie or something in, in a rom-com, I love it because I think some of those, um, um, I don't know, tricks can really help women. Like I always consider trying them my own, on my own. And in this uh, like uh, script, I really enjoyed the way they brought it up. And I, I also loved how they set up the falling in love thing between them. And Özgür as a character started out as this, um, I don't know, um, just a guy that doesn't give a, I don't know about anything, but then he fell in love with her, etc. But unfortunately, the Dizzy didn't have enough episodes for us to show his real arc, and it ended like I think at episode eleven or so, like abruptly, a little fourteen, um, I think. Yeah, something sad. like that. Where I think yeah. they were only given like a week to to adjust the script. Yeah, I think that was like John Yaman did a good. I think this was John Yaman's last dizzy in Turkey, mm-hmm. and he was really brokenhearted over it because like they were expecting it to be uh, more successful. But again, like if I'm if I was the casting director, even though I love Özge, I would like I I think Turkish viewers, um, yeah, from a summer rom com, they really l- love to hope. <laughs> It's not the best way to promote a series uh, when you know they can't, there's no luck for them in real life. Like, this is probably why people don't 100% buy the chemistry between uh, most couples where one of them is married or with someone else in real life or both of them. Like, mm-hmm. it, it has to be, uh, I don't know, um, like Hollywood's. Uh, level of f- acting uh, or something like that for people to buy that kind of chemistry and even then even in real life I, we know this people make up stories about them falling in love on set and cheating their husband or wife etc this is I don't know it's psychotic for us as viewers to do this but again yeah just sorry for rambling but this girl oh, was no. a great character for me no, no, no need to apologize for rambling. You're giving us insight on how uh, the Turkish folks or the Turkish tazes are thinking. Not yeah. that you're a taze, but you're you have access to all the tazes. Um, the next person <laughs> on the list is, um, a- and if you know me and you've talked to me at some point, I'm I have probably brought up Fatma Gul 
Um, Fatma Ghul is a one of my favorite DZs. It is uh, some. It's a very unique story. It's one of the OG DZs in the past, and the character from there that has had an amazing arc is Karam. So. I think there's a misconception. A lot of people think the story is about like these four rapist men and the woman is forced to marry one of her rapists and it's romanticized. That's not the story at all. The story is about these three rich men who come to visit in Izmir and they have a friend who's Keram who's with them and they um, see this girl Fatma Ghul and during the act of the, the when they are um when they encounter Fatma Ghul at night and the rape happens, Karam does not, is not part of that. But they don't show that to you in the beginning. You keep thinking of him as a morally great character. And what happens is because he's he's the one that's, that's middle class and Fatma Ghul is poor, the rich family forces them to get married to hide this, to, to, to hide this scandal. And then that's how the story starts is the the healing of Fatma Ghul, but also of Kerem and how they move forward together and they move to Istanbul and kind of figure out how to live together and how to heal from this horrible incident that's happened that's changed their lives. And Kerem is a character who um, you go from from not understanding him, from thinking he's careless to someone who you see him grow and someone who is open about his feelings, who is um, owning up when he's wrong. But he's also someone who's... Uh, 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 he's an, a real person he, he you see him throughout the episode he like has he moves two steps forwards and he steps back and so you see this this um it's that even with the arc it's not very it's messy right he's not like continuously moving forward sometimes he's he uh, falls back and such um our our friend engen the one that we keep talking about is the one that portrayed him and i think he did a wonderful job and someone definitely you can see his arc yeah, um, this was a really tough role, I think, mm -hmm. because uh, Karam is a very, like, the story in the story, um, because she is raped in the first episode, and it's a very difficult scene to watch. I, I don't, I can't imagine making a dizzy like this in 2023, right. yep. Turkey right now, in this political um, climate. Uh you hate all the guys in the DC yep. in the beginning. Like all the guys are terrible. You think that way. I remember the Turkish movie this was adapted from. It's also a book, by the way. It's mm -hmm. first first of all, it's a book. Then there was a movie in the 80s, mm -hmm. I think, which right. also like was uh huge back then because it was um it it's like very controversial. Uh mm -hmm. But uh, I think in the original story, Karam's character is not so positive. Even though he doesn't mm -hmm. rape her, he blames her. He doesn't first right. believe that she was raped. And uh, mm -hmm. and so it was like the movie is very dark. Mm. And it's not a cute love story either. But they do fall in love, I think. I don't remember it very clearly. But the DC, um, I think, took took the wrong uh, right way to approach this even though it's very a delicate very difficult mm -hmm. uh, story to tell and I think um, Engin's performance is quite nuanced in this like mm -hmm. he's really in the beginning he's yes he's cold he's he doesn't know what to do how to approach her he doesn't maybe he doesn't I don't remember it but maybe he also in the DZ didn't really believe her in the beginning something like that because I like or did he have, was he embarrassed or 
I think like, he didn't know if he partook in it or not because he was so drunk that night. I think the way they played it, yeah, like, he didn't there know was this suspicion. He, yeah. And she, she was passed out. He couldn't out. ask her straight up, like, was I there? Like, right. And she associated all of them that night because she, in the trauma, had passed out and or hadn't paid attention who was the one doing that, and she just assumed he he was one of the folks that raped her. Yeah, it's uh. A lot of people, when the Dizzy was airing at the time, were like, this is like bullshit. Like, no, mm-hmm. like she shouldn't be with him. Like, this mm-hmm. is, um, mm-hmm. and I think they brought in another man, male character at some point. He, and... She was engaged in the beginning and she, he was a constant character there. The main, the other male character. Yeah. yeah. But he didn't really act the way he should have either. I think. Uh, anyway, so all the men yeah, were I think, trash uh, in that episode in the, in that show. He, did, he did have a yeah. All the men were trash, basically. Yes, yeah, yes. that was the that was the idea. But I think in the end, Karam did have a great arc to mm-hmm. um, like uh, and like at some point they had the best relationship because they were so communicating so well mm-hmm. with each other. Like it was kind of like. As if it was, um, it was a, like I can't imagine that type of uh, matureness from anyone in today's relationships, especially. Right. So it it he did have a uh, he he did have an arc that we admire. <laughs> yes. All right. So um, did you want to talk about the last two or stop here? Oh I yes. Think. Yes. Yeah. I think I'll I, I'll take Yeet from uh, Sheriff Meselisi. Okay. <laughs> so Sheriff Meselisi is a DZ I started watching, but then I stopped, but I'll definitely continue watching. But I know how it ends, unfortunately, uh, because I remember the time it was airing and I saw the last episode, some of it. Um and uh, I think Yeet is in the beginning, like Karen Bursin. First of all, this is Karen Bursin's best performance. Agreed. Like ever, I think. And um, Yeet as a, a character is he almost a villain, <laughs> like in the beginning. He's almost a villain, like the way he treats everyone, like he the, the way he's uh, like... Um, like you are trying to see some good side to him, but there isn't. Like he, in the beginning, he's selfish. He, he's like only thinking about his own pleasure and etc. But as the dizzy um, goes on, he becomes um, like he. I mean, what he did to Kubra is unforgivable. First of all, like, uh, but other than that, like he was. Um, afterwards like when things are start like when Kubra has the baby he he starts to change like being a father really starts to change him and as a friend he's a good friend he really helps the what's the girl like the Shukranovala's character like he's really trying to Daria, help Daria, like when she Daria? murders Daria I think yeah she she murders that guy etc I mean she helps someone hide a dead body so he's a he's a good friend he's the guy he's the friend you call uh, uh, to bring the carpet to roll the dead body yeah. <laughs> so he, he he has a good heart and he he he's like he loves his mom like etc and afterwards he he 
he really tries to be better but then he finds himself entangled in this mafia business and he's like there's no way out of that so i think he, his arc is a good one even though i haven't seen the some of the episodes in between i can imagine um and in the end he loses his life tragically sorry for spoiling it for anyone who hasn't seen it but i think it's obvious because it, this is uh also a remake a remake of an italian um series so which was quite famous i think yeah it's we forgive you <laughs> rest in peace yes <laughs> r.i.p yes um and then the last character we have with us is um and i struggle with this because i i see him as so toxic but then you see that he has an arc but it's Ferhat from uh siah biah ashk and it's uh he's a mafia man and as ada said we don't endorse mafia even if we find them hot um so podcast not endorsed by mafia um and then he is he he there's a doctor her name is asli she's this like amazing doctor who's that done doctor without borders she's she's cultured she's a pediatrician and then she witnesses a murder accidentally and the only way he tells her we can't kill like i won't kill you is you have to marry me and then she gets married to him and their story starts and it's very much um uh using the beauty and the beast theme a lot and they actually bring it up a lot that he's called the beast and you see him as you grow up and you recognize like why he is the way he is the way he was raised the way he's had to carry the responsibility of the family and she slowly changes him yes ada go ahead he doesn't have a library though right no no he's unfortunately that's that's uh yeah no library for him no library for 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 Usley. but he does have a um what was the thing that he had i think he had all i remember is he had a huge dog and this dog was like this big golden bear and he would just like be everywhere <laughs> and it was just like you were just, and then in the middle of the series the dog disappeared i don't know what happened to the dog but i just remember he didn't have a library <laughs> but he had like a golden do big dog and he had horses right and he had, he had horses, horses. Yeah, yeah no library but horses Yes, yeah. Unfortunately, no library for him. But yeah, and and he is someone who is um he ends up falling in love with her and he changes kind of yeah. he changes. He changes <laughs> kind of. He he gets out of it, but he's someone who we just had to give a shout out because he was someone who also was softened by love and he really did care care about her. All I remember from the DZ is the way he would always be like doctor and he would always like uh yell at her like like yell but then by the end, he was like a, not a teddy bear, but maybe more of like his dog. Yeah, but he changed a lot. Yeah. He changed yeah. a lot. I remember him finding her strawberries or something like that when she yes. was pregnant. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And then that was what was interesting about the DZ. I think it became really popular at some point. And then they started adding like rom-com elements to it, which felt really out of place. But yeah, it was very cute. He went to go find her strawberries out of season because she was craving them when she got pregnant. But then, like, the next episode, he was, like, shooting at people. So, here we are. <laughs> um, we realized that this has been a long journey of Dizzy Men with Rights, and we hope that you enjoyed this journey with us. I don't think we thought we would find so many to talk about. I think if we had done the opposite and then a Toxic Men episode, we would be here all day. But um, Yeah, if I'll... you want a Toxic Men episode, you should yeah. let us know. 
Right. And do please let us know who your favorites are. Do you agree with what we said? Are there other folks we might have missed or folks that you would add to the list? Um, please go ahead and interact with us. As Ada mentioned uh, last episode, we will be posting this all over the social the social, the Spotify, all the places. And just a reminder, we are two dizzy friends from two different time zones talking about all things dizzies. Ada, if you want Thanks to for listening. Show. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Us. See all you right. next time. Bye. Bye.